you want to feel like this family, like you could sit around in your underwear and fart and nothing matters. Fart? Although we did talk about how <laughs> farting in relationships may be problematic. So I'll scratch that. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing good. Feeling relaxed. Yes, because yeah. it's Caller Day. We love yeah. Caller Day. It is, it's a relaxing part of our episodic series. <laughs> I mean, I actually do feel that way. We get to know some Shandies. We don't have to read any books no. in anticipation. It's just very like in the moment. Yeah. So we are joined today by a lovely caller named Nina. Nina, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Nina. Thank you for having me. Do you mind giving us your age, the age of the person in question? And from what I recall, there was a person in question, uh, your city or region, whatever you're comfortable sharing and your story, please. Yes. So I am 34 and um, I live in New York City and the person in question is uh, 36. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. Based on your accent, just from when we were chatting earlier, I did not think you were going to say New York City. Yeah. Are you from New York City? I'm from Connecticut. So oh, in like, oh. like an hour outside the city. For some reason, I thought she sounded Canadian. I don't know why I thought Canadian. That. I don't know why I, I love Canadians. I sp- my best friend is Canadian. So like I spent a lot of a decent amount of time with her. So maybe I picked up some of the, yeah, it's the off. whatever it is, the intonation. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nina. So you're 34. The guy's 36. You're in New York City. Let's hear what's going on. So I believe with, when I wrote in, uh, the situation has evolved a bit since I, uh, I first wrote in. And so hopefully that's okay. That's but fine. Um, yeah, so then I started um, seeing this guy in, um, it was actually, I think it was before, back in November. So it's been a few months. And I initially sort of entered into it. Um, it was someone I met on the dating apps. I initially entered into it thinking that he would, like that like it was it would be a casual thing. So like right now I work full time and I'm in school full time. So then it's just like my schedule's a little crazy. So I don't have like a ton of time for dating. And, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of wanted, like I entered the program being like, I'm not going to like focus on dating while I'm in it. So I just wanted kind of like casual person to kind of pass the time with. I saw him on the dating apps. He had like, I guess the first red flags were like, you know, like in his dating profile where he was basically said he was figuring out his dating goals. And he like, you know, you shouldn't have any expectations if you're going to go out with him. So like, um, so <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good sell. <laughs> Start with the cow. Try our dishwashing solution. Your dishes will be dirty, but it's nice. It's, it's worth a try. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, this is perfect. Like I, like I thought he was pretty hot. And like he had this thing being like, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I was like, okay, I'm looking for something like casual too that I'm just trying to pass time with. So, so we had our first date and, um, and he had just moved from LA, like maybe a month before. Um, so it was pretty early on in his time in New York. So New York hadn't corrupted him yet. There was like a, a real like connection, like kind of like right off the bat, we like really just vibed very well. And I think like, I, you know, but I wasn't, um, even after like the first date and the second date, I just thought it was casual thing so like I wasn't hearing from him afterwards and um and I initially thought like okay that means like he's not into me and like and we won't go out again and that's fine um but then when it like kind of approached the weekend every week like he would he would reach back out and I'd be like oh that's like you know usually like expect to hear from someone the day after a first date or the day like you know and just to say that you had a good time but um when I didn't hear from him I was like okay I guess that's that's it and yeah, and like there were just like always like breaks, like where like I just like wouldn't hear from him for days on end. Um, and I initially was 
I didn't care at first, but then I would say around date three, I started like we spent more time together and I was like, oh, I kind of like this guy. Like I'm going to have to be a little careful. And the fall and then he ended up inviting me to his his family owns um, a house in Hudson. So um, so we ended up going and visiting his um, his family's home up there. His family was not there. It was just like the two of us. And we ended up doing like sort of a weekend up there for our fourth date, which was like pretty like, I don't know. I think like just that kind of invite, like I it, it surprised me first because like I thought this was just sort of like a casual thing. And then um, and it seemed like sort of like an intimate I don't know, invite. So, so I, I, we, we went on, uh, we went to Hudson and, and I'd started to like him at that point. So I was like, okay, like, just like, be careful. And I'm like, my guard was kind of up. And at some point, like during the weekend, I mean, he admitted that like, you know, he wasn't like sleeping with other people. And he also said that he, he, he was talking about his time in LA and like one of the reasons why he moved to New York. And he said, you know, I just like, I wasn't finding a girlfriend in LA and I just like, you know, wasn't having a lot of luck out there. So then, so yeah, I figured um, I would like move back to New York and see if I have like a better chance at like finding a girlfriend. And, and I was like talking about how disillusioned I am with New York dating. And well, saying he, that doesn't sound like he doesn't know his dating goals. No, yeah, exactly. Sounds like all he cares about is his dating goals. <laughs> he moved across the country for yeah. his dating goals. Yeah. Totally. According to what he told you anyway. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I like also no, no, that no, he no. admitted that he's not sleeping with anybody. <laughs> it's a funny thing to admit. All well, right. I mean, I'm in today's climate, anybody. that's actually, yeah. Wait, I I have questions, but continue, get to the end of the story and then we're going to dive in and sleuth. Okay. Okay. So then um, he ends up saying then um, he was like, you know, I've just been here for like a few weeks now, but like, I already feel like I, I could probably find a girlfriend in New York, you know? And I was like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, you haven't been in. And he was just like, yeah, like I met you after a month. And, and, you know, we have more of a connection than I felt in like 11 years in, in LA. And I was just like surprised to hear that. Like, I think like, I was like, oh wait, like he likes me too. And, and so I was a little surprised by that statement. And then, um, and it, it was just like a really intimate, like, like romantic weekend. And then, so then we came back and like, once again, I like didn't hear from him for like a while, but then I think at this point I had resolved to like that, like he just didn't text, like he's not like a texter, which is fine. Um, like, I don't mind that at all, but like, but it is a little confusing because a lot of times like in early dating, the cues are from like texting. So I was having a harder time like reading the situation because um, it felt like every time we were apart, then like, you know, then I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't like me. And then and then like when we were together, I would feel like he was very much invested and and like seemed very present and seemed really happy to be there and and felt like he was um, kind of like nurturing like our connection. And he had made some comments about like, like not wanting like Apple to control him and, um, and like, and, you know, and just like, ha like hating like tech and like, and he's never all like on his phone. Like he's not one of those people that's like checking his phone a lot. Like his phone is always away when we're talking and, um, and he also like always has his notifications off, like like permanently. I I sort of like taken the the no texting as as like okay, this is just like a weird quirk of his, and he seems to be invested, and I'm just going to like read him like based on you know his actions, like when we're like asking me out and 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 kind of like trying to progress the relationships. So I think that that's like that Hudson date was like where things started to like misalign. 
But we ended up having a few more dates. It got, oh, he went away for the holidays and was gone for like a full month. We texted like maybe twice just to wish each other like Merry Christmas and, and Happy New Year. And that was it. But he got me when he got back, like I had gotten him a gift. Um, I had got him like Nietzsche socks and like, uh, and like, and uh, and then he had gotten me a book of poems. So it was like very, oh, like, I don't know. Highbrow. <laughs> We Both are like ways. a little obnoxiously like highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> a book of poems feels like a romantic gift, like too. Also, so then like I don't know. It felt like he like cared about me. It felt like he cared about the relationship. The emotional connection was just like very strong the whole time. But then like a few dates go by where it feels like the 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 lack of communication is even worse than normal. Like I had asked a direct question and he took like three days to respond to it. And I was like, that's, that's not okay. And yeah. And then there was like another date where he like, just like, didn't, he didn't reach out for like 10 days straight. And I was like, okay, this is like worse than usual. So I, I started to get like a little pissed and then, um, and I was making that clear uh, in like passive aggressive ways. <laughs> and <Nice>. then, um... <laughs> Always a good strategy. Always good. <laughs> So we had a date where he like planned like it was date night at the Met and like we went there and then uh, we went to like some place for like restaurant week afterwards. And like I knew that we were going to have a conversation that date felt like it was like kind of bubbling up to the top, the the sort of tension um, about like kind of the disconnect. And we were both like just like drinking heavily, like like and it was like clear that like because I think he's not great about communicating and I felt very hesitant to like be really direct with him because I do I did really like him and like I do really like him I do really like him and like I'm also like a little disillusioned from like dating in New York where like I I, I actually like the last few people I've dated like anytime the first time I brought up anything like negative or like any sort of like conflict or or something that I had an issue with um almost immediately like they either like ended it or or kind of uh faded. it just like they faded out after that mm -hmm. or they like you know that that seemed to be like the turning point where they lost no. interest okay so you did though bring it to a head right you did say you're not that communicative via text i no i think that what i i i, I pointed out the silence i said like like I, I said something about like, yeah, I figured I, I think I got the answer from like not hearing from you for four days or something. I said something like that. Oh, That's nice. Good, good, good passive good. aggression. Yeah. Very good. Good, good classy <laughs> passive aggression. And how did he respond to that? The thing is, he didn't respond over text because he's very like minimal like the way he texts so it's like so I he didn't even like like engage with it but then the next date was when we were supposed to see each other and um and we were both oh he had showed up to the next date like pretty high and like that was another thing so then like he was like we were going to a movie but we were gonna have dinner before and he came to the date like and had like clearly had just smoked and like and I was like I'm not gonna have a like a serious conversation with you when you're like clearly a bit high and like and like I don't know and I don't and so we didn't end up like talking about it that night the next date, that's where we had the big, very drunken conversation. And it got, and um, I finally brought up, like, I, I think I just said, like, hey, so, like, what's your, because, like, I worked with my therapist, actually, in terms of, like, how to bring it up, like, in a, um, in, like, a non-confrontational way that wouldn't, like, spook him because I'm like paranoid now and uh yeah, and she's like he, first first get totally wasted then go back to your place get more drunk and then bring it up he she had some kind of term for like the type of question I should use instead of being like I have a problem with this I should ask like kind of like what is your approach to texting or like what is your like you know and so then I ended up saying like 
how do you handle conflict? And I asked him that and he was like, oh, I think I handle conflict. Okay. Like, I think I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not super uh, defensive. And I was like, okay, that's good to hear. And then I was like, look, we have to get better about communicating. And then that's kind of when it, when it like opened up and, and he comes off like right off the bat and says, look, I'm like not really looking for a girlfriend right now. He was putting a lot of effort into our dates also. So then like, I don't know, I was almost like a little surprised to hear that. Like I, I thought it was going to be more like, let's like talk about the communication thing. And yeah. I thought it was going to be a conversation about the communication. And but then, so then I was a little caught off guard when he was like, no, I'm just not looking for something. Okay. Yeah, yeah the whole conversation, uh, it was very messy. I told him that I'm not willing to do something casual with him because like, I ha- my feelings are like too strong at this point. And so I like kind of just like put my foot down and I'm like, I'm not willing to go there. So then like we just ended here hmm. then because like, I just like, I think I like you too much to do something casual with you. And, and I was like, like if we're going to keep seeing each other, like there has to be some intention of it being ser- like, like getting more serious. And um, after that, he said that like, you know, I, I think that um, I feel a lot better now that I talked about it. I feel like I'm like not holding a secret from you anymore. So I actually think I'm okay with like continuing and like, like see, like seeing if there's something serious here. Um, Wait, he said that? No, no. He said that? Nope, 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 nope. Wait, so he said no. after how this went. No, no, <laughs> no, just no. Wait, oh my, let her no. finish, let her no. finish, let her finish. You know, right. but, okay, there's one more piece that like is confusing though, because the, so we agreed to keep seeing each other, but just to go slow. That was the, that was like the- Oh, it's going to be slow, all right. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Our for the next date, he ends up, um, he's better about texting during the week. He actually does like text uh, more so than like, and I, like, and then that was another thing because I was like, oh, he was like withholding this whole time. And that makes me like think differently of him, like in terms of the texting piece. Like, I, I think that that was a, like something to keep some distance. So then he was like a little better about communicating during the week. And then he proposed like for the weekend that we do like a, a spa package like hotel weekend at like the William Vale, which you guys probably know. It's like a, like a nice hotel. Or yeah. Something. And, yeah. And, and Williamsburg. It's like, I think the bachelor also filmed there. Oh, they had a rose yeah. ceremony oh, really? at the William Vale. Yeah. yeah. It's quite Classy the staycation. Uh-huh. Yeah. He like, he, he like, and it was a like a pretty sweet room. There was like a beautiful balcony. Like, like it was just like, he put a ton of effort and money into that date and the whole thing was really nice. And then he made some comment um, about how like he's really, glad that he moved from LA and it feels like it's like, like he, he was like, I feel like it was like really worth it. And like, and right now he doesn't have a job like, and he's like looking for like work right now. And um, he's like in this weird in-between phase in his life. So I think that's part of the reason why he said that he didn't want a relationship initially because like he felt like he's in like this like unstable part of his life. Sorry. I just want you to be really specific. That's what you think he meant then, or that's what he said. So that's okay. So that's the thing. Yeah. So he didn't say that. Um, but like he came over and he said, like, it was really worth it. Like, look straight at me and then like kisses me. And then so it's like one of those like things where but he didn't say it was about me. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad but you moved too. it feels like, connected based on yeah, the context. Yeah, I think you're going to assume uh, maybe some connection. Okay. All right. So is that where we are now? So you're still dating, that taking things where, very we're slow. We're still dating, taking things slow. I think like my rational mind is like, look like this guy's like not meeting the bar like in terms of communication and in terms of like sort of what he's saying he's looking for on paper like like my my mind is just like this is not like this is a bad idea like you know you should run and my gut is like no chill like this is safe this he's not that type of guy and like you just like need to give him a little bit of like time but like he's a good 
person. Okay, so total time, what are we talking? Four months? Um, yes, but he was away for a month. All right, so where was yeah. he? Where was he away? Um, he was in Santa Fe visiting oh, family. Just, no, I'm saying why? Oh, visiting family. Yeah, because it was why over the holidays. Is what I meant to ask. And for the holidays, for the holidays. And, for the holidays. and how many dates are we talking? Or like, how many times do you see him a week? I see him. Um, I see him. I only see him once a week, but then, um, but then we spend the entire next day together too. Like, okay. so we'll like have right. a night, and then like, and it's always like Friday or Saturday. So then <laughs> she knows like what a- you're gonna <laughs> ask, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. I is have- he is he American? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, how is the physical aspect of your relationship? Um, it's great. Yeah, it's like that was good. that's what I was worried about. <laughs> oh, so I'm thinking it, it, it might be a you said it was your gut but I have a feeling it's close to your gut not fully <laughs> your gut that's driving you um, um, oh and oh, my other question just from what I recall about your email you led really with this guy hates big tech and therefore is bad yeah. at texting but I actually feel like that's only a small piece of this that was the big like yeah i think when i sent in the email like that felt like the like it it was the texting thing that was like the main focus but then like i think i realized after our our, like confrontation that like they're really that was like probably like just like he was withholding text the whole time the, the, the apple controlling my life is the biggest bs excuse of all because uh, it's like I'm that's no, that. no, 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 no. I if mean, your coworker it's... texts you at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, you're like, listen, I'm not letting Apple control my life. When you're with a woman that you really yeah, care you really, about you really and you really might like, want yeah. to spend the rest of your life with, you're not like, oh, I don't let Apple control well, yeah, my and life. And if you really care about that woman and she asks you a direct question, you don't yeah, take not, three days to respond to that. Yeah. I'm sorry, especially in the early stages. Like what that, what's that going to look like down the road? I, I mean, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. First of all, just to, so you can brace yourself. Okay. I feel like a lot of your perspectives on these things, like I feel such a polar opposite reaction or takeaway from you. For example, when you said that he said that moving to New York was, it was great. Like, I think I can find a girlfriend here. Look, you know, we, we've only, I've only been here a month and I've met you and we have such a great connection. The, the wording of that to me does not scream I want you to be that girlfriend to me anyway. Although I see why, you know, you seem to be a very analytical person, but at least in the context of this relationship, I find it a little optimistic that you would uh, look at that, the phrasing of that statement through the, you know, and through that lens. So the next example I have of that is about the texting after you addressed it, you said that his communication wasn't that good. And then he improved, which to me would suggest that he actually is making a concerted effort. But then your perception of that was that he had been withholding. And so I actually thought that was a good thing. And then you saw it as sort of a bad thing. This is why I need you to step in. I see that you shifted and this is why I always suggest people do this in these situations. You shifted the power dynamic to yourself because you basically Mm -hmm. said, for all intents and purposes, you said, I'm going to walk. Like I'm not in, this is not working for Mm -hmm. me. And I think that scared him straight. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to lose this person. I'm not in control anymore. And then he became more attached, at least for the time being. But I think as soon as that power dynamic evens out again and he maybe gets the upper hand, he's going to start fading again. Because I don't believe that 
there was any other impetus for him to suddenly change his behavior other than you bring mm-hmm. it to a head and saying, you're going to lose me if you keep doing this. I think he was keeping you in the periphery. He was like, I like this girl. The sex is great. I want to keep her in the files. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. lose it. It's like, keep my just one little claw in there. And I think he was just playing the field. I'm not saying he was like sleeping well, you're, around. You're I don't even know if tense. he was fooling around dating. with other no, what? You're speaking in past no, tense. No, I'm, I'm speaking in past tense with some speak. Yeah, okay. because I, I, it, everything is in the past right now. Yeah. <laughs> in this very moment, everything's in the okay, past. Okay, okay. I think that he was, at the very least, going on dates with other people. I think, was, yes, I think so too. Like Which significant is- numbers of dates. I'm not saying he was sleeping around. I'm not even saying he was getting naked with anybody. But I know he was going on a bunch of dates and you were one of his candidates. And he was like, I got her. She's into me. I don't have to worry about this. I can see her once a week. I don't have to text her during the week. I'm good. If I want to pull the trigger on her at some point, I can do it. And then you're like, no, that's not going to happen. You're actually going to lose me now. So make a decision. And he got scared and he started stepping up his game. And I don't like that dynamic in general. I've done it. I've been that Mm -hmm. guy. I think every guy has done it, honestly. You've been that guy many times. Yes. And I know every guy I know has been that guy. Every guy has done that thing. I'm not saying they've done it as calculating maybe as this guy was. And I'm not, I'm not putting malice on this guy. I think he's probably just a normal fine guy. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. necessarily Yeah, he's not terrible. a jerk, this no. guy. He's just yeah. doing normal guy in New York City or big city yeah, in America behavior. Yeah, place, it's all totally, these new options. Totally yeah. not, no, no evil here. But, but what I don't like, and I know because I've been this guy and I didn't like my behavior and I knew what I was doing was kind of wrong. And, and, you know, opportunistic and selfish is that he didn't like you enough to say, I want to drop my anchor right here. He was just like, I'm going to sail around and see what happens. And I can always come back to this dock. And I don't think that's a good precedent for a long term healthy relationship personally, because if the tides was was low then and the tide is high now, the tide's going to go back to low again. I almost promise you, unless something wildly dynamic changes in your relationship. I agree with Andy. It's alarming to me that when you brought up even just the communication, look, I am the poster child of not being attached to my phone. Sometimes I'll check my phone and it's 4 p.m. and it's still on airplane mode from when I fell asleep. Seriously, Uh like I am never on now, my I'm phone. her husband and I'll send her a text like, I need you right now. Hurry up. I need this thing. And like <laughs> the next day she'll be like, oh, here it is. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, I'm really not good about it. The difference is, is I'm often working on my computer. So like I will get messages here and there. But what I'm saying is I'm not coming after him for not being attached to his phone 24 seven. That's not what this is about. I just think that in the early stages, oh, you're attached to your phone. That's the way it is. That's the in the early stages of a relationship, you're attached to your phone if you really, really really like the person. I just it says a lot to me. Unless you're seeing them physically every day. And then the the communication thing that you bring this up, which is unrelated to how exclusive you are, and he's like, Look, look, lady, I I never said I wanted a girlfriend. You know, that kind of reaction. Like that's his that's where he takes that. It's sort of like Mayday, Mayday, you have any criticism about how I'm functioning in what's not even graduated to a relationship. And then that's where he goes. Like, to me, that's very alarming. And then based on how chill you are about that and how you're like, okay, well, sorry, not sorry, bye bye. Suddenly he's like, oh, but actually you're so cool. Let's take it slow. That's that's the reason why I asked you about the physical nature of the relationship, because if there was no good, if you were like, "Eh, sex is fine, whatever, we just really like hanging out. I'd be like, oh, this 
this guy may actually really be invested. But the fact that the sex is really good makes me think that there is something that he wants out of this. Mm. I think that that is a driving force for why he's sticking around. I'm not saying he doesn't like you. I definitely think he likes you. There's no question he likes you. I just want him to be liking you enough that you're the one he wants to put his anchor down with. And I don't think that's what he wants to do. And if you decide to continue with this, which is fine, I'm not, this is not like a total red flag, like run away. It's your choice. If you want to do this, Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you want to continue with this, Make sure that power dynamic, as soon as it swings back in his favor, you, you're you're on guard. Because mm. if you let that happen, I'm telling you, you're going to start to see the same pattern again. So if as long as you stay in control from here on in, mm-hmm. you might be able to maintain, you know, steady the ship. But why would you want to do that? Why do you want to put that stress on yourself to know that as soon as he feels like he's in control and has the confidence that you're not going anywhere, he can behave however he wants. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a good environment to have a relationship in personally. Okay. okay I have one more thing I want to say. And then I swear, Nina, we're going to let you talk. <laughs> the, the last thing is I feel that this far in... I'm not saying that he should necessarily be like, yeah, like boyfriend, girlfriend, meet my family, that kind of thing. But it should feel to me more advanced than, oh, we'll take this, you know, we'll see each other once a week and take it day by day kind of thing. I agree with Andy. He's not necessarily horrible. And I don't know if this is necessarily like, I know it probably sounds like we're like, you know, kick him to the curb. I think it's more like you watch and wait. To yeah. see what happens when things aren't so great, right. when you do bring up another right. issue with communication, or maybe you do feel like, oh, I want to know where this is actually going, like how he reacts to that. Okay, I swear we're going to let you talk now. Sorry. I Yeah. So I'm wondering if I am being, um, if I'm like over indexing on the negative stuff, because okay. like I do feel like there's like a, like a sort of emotional component that I maybe haven't, I don't know. Or maybe I'm just like delusional. That's possible too. Um, but, uh, but I've dated like a lot in New York. Like I yeah. really like I've, I've done my time. And it's and, like, special. Feel, and it, it's different. Like it actually just like feels very like like there's like a it's like so like horrible personal and tender in certain moments. The day before that, like uh, when I when I brought everything up, like I was pretty upset. Like I was like crying. Like I was like I was like kind of like a like a bit of a mess because it was just like not just about him. It was about him and every guy that's come before him, you know, and like and so I was like like and I was very drunk and I was like an emotional mess. And he was able to like just I don't know. I thought he was able to like fully take in all of my like emotion and like and be really uh comforting and present and there for me and like and and since then like it's just been like much more like tender like everything I don't know I don't know if I'm like maybe making it um maybe I'm like like sort of just like feeling like they're like I don't know I yeah I don't know I don't know if I'm delusional or not maybe I'm maybe it just feels different it feels different yeah no I don't think you're delusional this is definitely we've seen way worse than this I mean this is a gray area I think this is a proceed with caution situation. Yeah, it's personally. not a like th- kick him to the curb situation. No, not not yet. I I mean, it sounds like there's something worth fighting for here, yeah. and that's yeah. lovely. And it is hard to find. And yeah. you know, he wouldn't be the first guy in history who almost as a knee jerk reaction balked at the first sign yeah. of conflict or maybe the first 
inkling that the woman, you know, wanted commitment and that kind of thing. It, and the other part of this example is that the first guy that does that, who ultimately does end up ending up with that woman. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys, not all guys, but some guys rather, it's almost like I said, knee jerk. It's almost like, ah, I don't want a girlfriend. I don't want a girlfriend. Like they're mm-hmm. almost expecting this like lightning bolt moment of knowing that right. based on their personality and their experience is probably never going to happen. And it takes them a while to like warm up. And I think that's possible. I just want you to be paying like full attention to this stuff that I think is kind of working against him right now, because he, he could be just sort of riding this out. Like that's mm. also very possible as you no, know, I know from yeah. your dating I'm worried experience. that he's like dangling a carrot. Like, like I am like kind of like worried that like, he's like dangling a carrot and like, kind of like being like, okay, here's the possibility that we might be something like in the future. But then like, you know, when it comes down to it, he'll like back out and be like, well, I told you so. Like, like I like that's yeah. something I'm worried. Yeah. Might the happen. loophole. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But like at the same time, like I also think he like respects me a lot and like and like wouldn't do like I can't see him doing that also. I'm really like I feel very confused. Like and I feel like I like I don't know how to I guess it is a proceed with caution, but like I'm wondering, I think my question is is like sort of like how do I suss this out? Like like how do I like and is it just kind of like I I give advice on a sort of a generalized view of men. Like mm-hmm. I know what most men are like. And there right. are many outliers. So this is a general opinion that most men, in my experience, who don't really love a situation at first, like, and I'm not saying you didn't love it. I'm saying it isn't perfect. Like they're kind of playing the field while entertaining the situation. Usually that never permanently gets better. Usually mm-hmm. that's the general rule that I've seen. Okay. That's not to say that minds can't be changed and you could live the rest of your life together. And he's like, oh, what was I thinking? Like, I was just so stupid and naive. This is the woman I want to spend my life with. That could happen. I'm just saying the odds suggest that this guy's behavior is going to repeat itself. And maybe that's a fairy tale way of me looking at the world. Like, I feel like when you meet someone you really want to be with, the first three months you're like, text you're like the person's like stop texting me like too much texting that's enough i can't take it anymore like you should be constantly wanting to see that person constantly want to communicate thinking about them all the time you shouldn't be like using semantics like oh apple not controlling my life or like oh what's the relationship anyway (laughs) to find uh, philosophically speaking which a line you have used yeah i've been someone i've i've been confronted with marriage like what do you think about marriage i'm like ah marriage what is it anyway like who's to define the what is (laughs) you know I go, I start turning into like Woody Allen. That's not good. You shouldn't get that uncomfortable about discussions about what you are and what your future looks like when you're really into something, but you're going to see a sign or two in the near future. That's going to give you a heads up as to what his future behavior will be. And you need to not sort of interpret that. You need to just take it for face value and act on that. You can't let this drag out forever because he might put you right back on the back burner and just start dating and you won't even know. And he's still not a terrible person. Mm. That's not that abnormal behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, Andy talked about maintaining control, which I mean, I'm not going to pretend there aren't games in the early stages of dating, but I don't love it when it starts with this kind of like, who has the no power. I know it's like such a push pull like like feels like like a very like un- like it feels unhealthy it's like I, I've been in relationships like this but then it just doesn't feel like it's like like this is like a chronic like uh 
case like of like you know like a guy doing like that that yeah. just does this like but it um, has only been four months minus a month so there's also that it's like there hasn't been a lot of time for you to be like oh this is chronic right right i guess that's fair i guess like when would would be like if i if i sort of add like you know we had to sort of agree that we'd go slow but then like what is like what is slow and like what is like what is that even uh you know we've already been seeing each other technically four months but for three months like whatever you want to call it and um usually i feel like some sort of like hey are you seeing other people like like let's like like let's either like see each other exclusively or not. I feel like that conversation is around now, like, like around now, mm-hmm. but like, because we sort of established that we're going to go slowly, like, like when, I don't know, when should I pull that card in? I guess like, like, when should I like, just be like, Hey, like, I want to like take this seriously and do this. Like, you know, I don't want, I don't, I don't have the desire to date other people. Like, do you feel the same way? I think um, the card should be pulled now. I don't think there's any reason to wait. Four months is enough time. You're adults. If you were 21 years old, I'd say whatever. Do whatever you want. Who cares? What bothers me about even the wording of that is how much of it is based on when should I do it? Like, I feel like you're not spending enough time thinking about when you want to know the answer to that question. You're all the questions you're asking, you're in a position of weakness. Yeah. You're like, I want this. What do I do? How do I get him to do these things? That's not a good dynamic. And that's why I feel like the odds are that this is going to revert. This is very gray zone, but it's leaning towards not good. And I mm-hmm. think in that situation, you want to bring it to a head sooner than later. Yes. Because what's the doubt? Like, okay, let me just, I always say like, if you're really in love with a girl like me, if I was really in love with a girl and she brought it to a head, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm out. I'm not into that. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm in. I'm not going to be scared by that. I'm going to be into that. I'm be like, yes, I want that. I want you to say mm-hmm. that. I want you to believe that. So you really don't have much downside other than losing a guy who you're going to lose eventually and probably waste another six to 12 months of your life and compromise your dating life as well, because you're probably not going to see other right. people, even though he may be doing that. You don't know. I just yeah. implore you to maybe just listen to your own voice instead of thinking, what would he, you know, yeah, where does he stand? I think there's a little too much focus on where he stands and whether or not he likes you. I would like it to be more on do I like this? He's not that communicative. Like, I like these things, but these things aren't my favorite. And then, oh, I like these things enough where I want to see where this goes. I want to be boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't want to see other people. I want to put the label on it. And then when you feel that way, 100%, you bring it up with him. It's going to be scary because you know you can lose him. But it is a hell of a lot better to find that out after five months. than. But also the one time you did do that, the relationship got better. He started acting yeah. better. And I'm not saying that's, you're sort of in a catch 22, but you don't want it to be this thing where you have to take charge where I have to, like, and right. threaten leaving for him to step up his game. That's, again, this is why I say proceed with caution was I don't fully condone this situation. Mm, right. I don't like the dynamic where like once, as soon as you let your guard down, probably things are going to get more difficult for you. And as soon as you show strength and you're like, hey, this is how it's going to be, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. steps up. And that that goes to the argument that if you want to make this continue, I think you should pull a card now. Was it worked last time? Right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. basically well, last did time that. was only a week and a half ago. So then like, so, so. Yeah, this oh, is only I, very recent. I didn't know that. Oh, like, I didn't know that either. Okay. Yeah, so that's the only thing. Like, I just like, I'm like, oh, I feel like we just had that conversation. So then I just okay. don't so know. So you've had like two dates since then. I didn't then. know that. I yeah, know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, no, we've only had one date since then. Oh, that's, oh the yeah. William Vale date. That's important. Yes, yes I mean, exactly. that is an epic date. That's an epic date. <laughs> it was pretty epic. <laughs> it, it counts as two. 
<laughs> I, I, okay, that's important information. I'm glad you brought that up. So I would wait a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <I'd... laughs> uh, yeah, I would always be wary of like the, the power balance, you know, who's in control and the idea that in order to be in control, you need to be willing to walk. Because that's where you are well, right that's, now. That's stressful, though. That is stressful. You don't want that. You don't want a relationship where you have to the, have the guy feel like you're going to leave for him to really want to be in it. Like, that doesn't sound fun to me. Mm. But more stressful. data needs to be collected yeah. at this point, knowing that, that it was only yeah. a week and a half give, ago. Give him like three or four weeks, I think. Just just okay. see how this plays out. Totally. Just, you want to be yourself yeah. in the relationship. You want to feel like this family. Like, you could sit around in your underwear and fart and nothing matters. Fart? Although we did talk about how <laughs> farting in relationships may be problematic. So I'll scratch that but what's I, a fart yeah sorry we, she doesn't know she doesn't do that flowers flowers right yeah. flowers what? oh yes. nice this is a be careful what you wish for situation because you may play your cards all right and get him to behave right. the way you want but you don't have the real person it's all a charade and as soon as you let your guard down it may fall apart so yeah. i i this is an unfortunate gray zone there's no specific like black and white advice here, but proceed with caution for sure. Give it a few weeks at most and then bring it to a head again. If you want it, I want you to think more about what you want. I think she wants it. I, I do. I like him like a lot. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm being like honest. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm like, I feel like, crush. I think the context is also like, it's not like I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm 34. Like I think like the dating market, especially in New York is like really rough. Like I think it's like kind of like, there's not a lot of it's like brutal. It's it brutal. brutal. It's like brutal out there. Like I have like no jokes. Huh. And then like, I just feel like the people that are the guys that are like left are like, just like all a little broken in some way. <laughs> like, which like I, and it, that's sort of what it feels like. And, and so it's yeah. like, I, I'm like trying to like make the best with like, sort of like of what I have. And I, I'm like, Oh, there's a really strong connection here. So like, and I, but there's all this other stuff that's like kind of negative, but like good. Yeah. Like good kind of it's, men are like hard to come by. You're, you're, like, that you're, are ready to commit. You have, you're sinking on the Titanic, you're in the icy water, and there's a little piece of driftwood, and you're like, that's the yeah. best I'm going to get. That's it. It's very sad. What? It is sad. How is she sinking on the Titanic? The She's... dating in New York oh, is okay. like being on the Titanic, and you're in the water, and it's cold, and all you got is this piece of driftwood, and you take that or the icy depths and death. Well, I think if it's not the right piece of driftwood, you should take the, well, you know, then you don't have that much water. time, or you don't have that much option. <laughs> You might just drown. I don't know if I. Love I understand that. what she's I, going I, yeah, through. Yeah, I know, but I yeah. still think she's acting like thirty-four is like sixty, and I wasn't single dating at thirty-four in New York City, so I can I have a good idea, but I still don't think that that should dictate your decision making here, or or how optimistic or un, you know unreasonably optimistic you are about certain things because you feel like you're you know, running out of time or whatever. Yeah. But I empathize and I know that that's something to consider. That's something right. that, that I think, you know, can be very stressful, especially nowadays. So I can't fault her for thinking that way, no. but I think you should make believe that's not the case, at least for a little while. <laughs> okay, Nina. Uh, I'm sorry if that was a downer. No, was like, no I think I needed this. I, I needed, I needed this hit of reality. <laughs> But okay. yeah, uh, yeah. Just consider it. Like I said, it's a it's a dash of reality. I don't want it to be a wet blanket. Of yeah, reality. you've got hope. There's hope here. This is not a dead patient. It's yeah. it's like in it's in the emergency room, <laughs> but, but not dead yet. <laughs> in the emergency room. Okay, Nina. Please keep us posted. 
yes, either way. I will let you know. <laughs> and you know, we love nothing more than being wrong. So if we end up being completely wrong, you can also keep us posted because we would. Okay, we, sounds okay. good. Okay. No, yeah, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Okay, thank, thank you, you so very much okay. for joining us and being a shandy yeah, who knows about air yeah. flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> okay. Have a good okay, night, Nina. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Oh. Oh, oh my God. That one was so <laughs> I felt bad about that. Oh. Yeah, Dude, were one. we too hard on her? I don't think so. Or on I mean, him? I don't even I don't think, think he's we that were bad. Hard on him. I, I don't even we, think he's we, that bad a guy. We didn't say he was a bad guy. Okay, for me. I'm afraid for her. I I'm think she's she's in the she's he's got her in a good solid gray zone. And, yeah. and I don't think she needs to be there. But no, I got to say that piece of information at the end, and, and maybe we're the ones that missed the timeline, but when she said that that conversation happened a week and a half ago, yeah, that's very recent. Very. So we now know that she shouldn't bring it up now. And maybe it took her a little longer than it should have to have brought it up in the first place. Yeah. So, I, you know, this is definitely a watch and wait situation. I don't want to make it sound like it's definitely. No, dead. I didn't want to make her think that this was over. I just want her to be cautious mm-hmm. because it's got some signs of not going in the right place. Yeah. To me, the biggest thing is that she's like, we have to talk about, you know, the communication. Like you don't uh, text. I ask you a direct question. You don't text back for three days. I'm not looking for a girlfriend right now. Uh, Especially since if that conversation happened a week and a half ago, if we're going to be really brutally honest about numbers here, that means that what, it was two and a half months into dating. Yeah. Three. No, four months total. So three and a half months into dating. I know he was away for a month. To me, that's enough time. Not necessarily to be like, yeah, I'm all in. But like, oh, you're asking me about communication. I will answer about communication and not suddenly be like, I'm out. I mean, my spidey sense says there's a problem here mm-hmm. because I've been there. I've even done the things this guy's done. Yeah. Where I felt like I was going to lose a person. I suddenly gave them like this really wonderful date. Yeah. And then afterwards, I didn't feel that much different than I did before. Yeah. I was like, wait. And I'm worried that that might be happening. I don't know. Well, yeah. And it's, you know, it's sweet that he's organizing these elaborate dates. Like they seem kind of like probably a step up from what she's used to. Yeah. But I don't think too much stock. Maybe this is an unpopular opinion. But I've gone on uh, in my dating days. I've gone on dates with guys where they were like elaborate dates, like thought out, getting drinks there, getting dinner there, seeing a comedy show there and then going there, you know, like it's like very like thought out. It doesn't necessarily, I think, represent more interest than a guy that's just like, let's meet at this place. For I, I agree with dinner. you. I feel like what she's dealing with here is a, is a is a puzzle, a bunch of puzzle pieces just sort of thrown on a table, but uh-huh. it's not. The puzzle's not put together. All the pieces are there. Yeah. It's like the good dates, the great conversations, yeah. the good sex. Yeah. But it's not together. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel like a cogent operation. Yes. It's definitely a rocky start. Like if this does end up having, you know, a quote unquote happy ending. Yeah. I do think it is the exception, not the rule. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it could be the exception. Mm-hmm. But, but we're not talking exceptions here. Yeah. We're talking general rules. There was another thing I kind of wanted to touch on. I thought you might. I would thought about it. But mm. early in her story, I kind of wanted to go in the direction of nervous energy. Yeah. That's a throwback to our yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. No, our, our, an early caller. And maybe she was nervous coming on. I think she may have been just nervous. Yeah. But then I got the feeling that maybe she has a slight nervous energy. Yeah. As, as default. Which can convey weakness in a relationship just naturally. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're kind of like 
you know, yeah, you're trying. the anxiously attached one. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So I don't know. Well, who knows if that's a dynamic? That's a whole another call. Yeah. I, to be honest though, I don't know based on how that conversation went, if we're that far off, hmm, yeah. because she does seem to be the more anxiously attached she's, one yeah, in this relationship. Definitely, definitely that's how that. it would seem, you yeah. know, as a lady. I think she admitted that. I don't think that's, that's subtle. Totally. But yeah. I think both of us early on almost wanted to stop and be like, take a breath. Yeah. And start again. There's no rush. Yeah. Count to 10, start again kind of thing. Yeah. I liked how you said one thing and then I swear we'll wrap, but you, you mentioned that you wanted her to look at the evidence straight on and not interpret it. Right. I really liked that choice of word for her specifically, Mm -hmm. because I do feel like she is interpreting a lot. Yeah. You know, he said this, which I think meant this. And then he said this, and I think it was talking about that. Right. Like how he thinks well, moving she's to like New York. She's like trying to put the puzzle together. Yeah, she's trying to yeah. put the puzzle together. Just totally. This is just puzzle. It's not, it's like a, it's puzzle pieces. <laughs> it's puzzle. This analogy is falling apart. No, I, gotta I admit. you know, I actually don't think it's a terrible analogy because yeah. I, it does feel like she's piecing things together. There's a lot of code happening. Yeah. It's new relationships that are really good. And by the way, a lot of relationships that start really good end too. Yeah. So this doesn't even have that good start. Yeah. Which I don't like. I don't think it should be an investigative experience to mm. date someone. It should be very obvious. Honestly, that one went in such different direction than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Because really the email led with, he hates big tech and doesn't text me consistently. And I thought it was going to be like, everything else is in place, mm. but he has this- He's a bad texter. Yeah, he has this like moral objection to technology and therefore he doesn't have a no, phone. No, he has an objection what- to communicating. <laughs> Because <laughs> I thought that was going to be a totally different call if that was really the main issue. No, he yeah. he he is he is not fully his feet are not fully planted and in this. We got you know not because I don't want to vilify the guy. No, he's not new. a bad guy. He's thirty six. He's in between careers right now or jobs. He is newly moved from L A to New York City. Like this guy uh, is like he's, he's a regular guy. He's just a guy. He's at an all you can eat buffet right now. Yes, and he, he doesn't know where to sit at the table. Yeah. Yeah. and what food to eat like he's totally well, there's a lot going on yeah i hate all you can eat buffets oh they're always the awful. worst it could be the best food in the world and eat. it's actually just as bad because then you have all these choices and you're like i can't do this the I can't worst eat are the ones where you have to eat a certain amount like you have to eat a lot is that a thing why do you have to eat a lot Am are I they missed- weighing your food uh, where, where a- are you eating all you can eat oh, buffets no. oh, i think that there's a there's Typically with sushi ones, they force you and probably good because that way you don't waste food, but they force you like whatever you order, you have to eat. Otherwise, you're paying for it. So you don't waste it. That's actually probably a good thing. Wait a minute. There are a lot of sushi ones like that. Well, what if you order it and you. you that's what the point is that you shouldn't order more than you can eat because it's a waste of food and it's like a high value food. <laughs> Do I not know what I'm talking about? Yeah, what kind of all you can eat are you going Ice, for? That's a thing. That's so in a other thing. words, you can't go to a sushi place and order 85,000 yes. pieces of sushi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a given. I think sushi, yeah, sushi has to be careful about how they how they dole Do, out the all you can eat part yeah. of the all you can yeah, eat. Yeah, there has to be this loophole where it's like you can't go crazy. You have to pay for that. Pay for what you don't finish so that you don't go nuts. Right, because Isn't that funny that the he- reason they have that is because all-you-can-eat sushi is not laid out for health reasons, obviously, yeah. and for aesthetic reasons. Yeah. They have to serve it to you. Yeah. With an all-you-can-eat buffet, they're just like, have at it. See what you can do. Oh. Do your worst. They don't care. Okay. No one's going to do that much damage. Although there are those stories of those guys who just camp out at the all-you-can-eat buffet and go to town. Yeah. So guys are like 500-pound guys. It's like they have to eventually call the police. 
<laughs> it's actually happened. I'm not kidding. Is that for real? It's happened multiple times. Guys literally will not leave the all-you-can-eat buffet. They've torn through like 40 pounds of food. And they're just like, we got to get this guy out of here. And they have to like call the authorities. They won't leave. I find that fascinating. The idea of continuing... Like, look, I love eating. I love food. I love eating out. We lo- yeah. This is a big part of our relationship is food. Yeah. But the idea of just continuing to eat, like usually by the end of a meal at a restaurant, I'm like, I want to get out of here. Like, where's the check? I want to. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 safe to say that if you need to call the police on somebody <laughs> to leave an all-you-can-eat buffet, they have a problem that goes above <laughs> and beyond their love of food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they love value. Yeah. They, they, they extra- <laughs> You know, I respect that. They're addicted to value. Uh, okay, I think when we go down the all-you-can-eat buffet yeah. rabbit hole, it's time to wrap. It sure is. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and generally do all of the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.